0: Hello and welcome in to another edition of the JK Pod. I am your host, Jonathan Kelly, and just wanted to thank everybody again for uh, taking time out of their day and uh, joining me. Uh, so, today, what we're going to do is actually go through some gambling picks for this evening's MLB slate. Uh, a couple of great games on, on the agenda, and just wanted to uh, kind of go through those, give you guys a a little quick uh snapshot of of what to look for tonight and let you get a inside look as to my picks and hopefully we can uh all make make some money to together uh so let's get let's just get right into it uh the first one for tonight is actually going to be the dodgers uh they actually just um scratched their original starting pitcher but uh they're bringing up Ryan Pioite, um, who is actually crushing it for Oklahoma City in their Triple A system. He's actually six and zero with a one nine four ERA uh, down in Triple A, so giving him a, a spot start, an opportunity to really showcase, you know, his his talent. And of course, that Dodgers lineup is always, you know, lethal, especially with Mookie and, and Freddie Freeman in there. So definitely an opportunity for them to uh, to pick up a win. Um, Next, we have the Toronto Blue Jays. Uh, They got Kikuchi on the mound tonight. He was much, much better in his last start. Seems to look like he's finally figured it out uh, up in Toronto. And same thing with the Blue Jays. I mean, when you have a, a lineup that consists of Teoscar Hernandez, Vlad Jr., Bo Bichette, I mean, the list goes on and on for them. Alejandro Kirk has shown that he's probably the best offensive catcher in the league this season, so... You know they have a lot of depth there, in, in Toronto, and will most likely be able to uh, to catch a win to, tonight. Uh, also, definitely like the the Guardians tonight. Uh, Cal Quintrell will be on the on the mound for them. He's four and four with a three seven two ERA. Uh, they are going against the Tigers in Detroit, and Detroit is just absolutely horrific this season. Um, can't imagine that they'll be able to to pick up a win tonight. Contrell has been a pretty good starter pretty solid starter for for the Guardians this season and it looks like that you know will will continue for them as they look to pick up another win here tonight in uh in Detroit. Uh, also we're going to look at the Washington Nationals. Uh, the Nationals have been horrific the last few days uh getting swept by the marlins regardless is is pretty terrible so at some point the nationals have to have to find a way way to win they got to get off the schneid so it looks like you know tonight with espinoza on the hill he's making his fifth start of the year he's got a 280 era i mean the nats have to have to turn it around eventually and i'm gonna be on their side of things before it goes the other way so i definitely think they'll they'll be able to pick up a win tonight after being swept by the marlins Uh, and that brings us to the marlins who are red hot uh and they have sandy sandy alcantara on the mound tonight uh, against the angels so a long trip for the angels down here to miami uh, and Sandy is has been abs- almost unhittable this season. He's eight and three. He's got a 1.95 ERA. Uh, he most definitely could win the Cy Young this season, which would be incredible for a team that has zero expectations this season. So definitely, you know, look for for Sandy to be in that Cy Young mix, and definitely pick up a win tonight against the uh, the Angels. Uh, and then next, we have our can't-lose parlay of the evening. It's going to be the New York Yankees taking on the Pirates along with the Seattle Storm, uh, both of which to, to pick up victories tonight. The Yankees have Jameson Tyone going tonight at Pittsburgh. Uh, he's facing his old team. He's, he's struggled a bit in his last two outings. But with that being said, he comes into tonight with a 9-1 record, a three three two ERA. And Pittsburgh has Jose Quintana on the mound for them, uh, somebody that the Yankees have seen in the past and the Yankees' own left-handed pitching. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for for a couple long balls tonight, one especially from Giancarlo Stanton. So if you can figure out a way to get a Stanton home run and a Yankees win, that'll definitely you know boost your odds there as well. And then as for the Seattle Storm, how can you go against the team that has Sue Bird and Brianna Stewart on it Uh, they're 13 and 8 they did lose their last game however so they'll definitely be able to turn over the turn it over and and be able to pick up a win against the Fever Uh, the Indiana Fever actually 5 and 17 and lost their last game uh, on Friday to Seattle by 16 so definitely you know a, a situation here where Seattle can Come into to Indiana and easily pick up another uh, another victory for for their uh, for their season. And then, as we touched on la- uh, on the first episode of the pod, we, we talked a little bit about the All Star Game is coming up right around the corner. So I did want to you know touch upon that a little bit more, uh, especially with that happening you know in, in the next couple of weeks. So for me definitely think you know it's a great opportunity to vote for the all-stars now since the uh they've been able to wind down the list Uh, i just think it's pretty fun to uh to actually you know even if you vote once or twice just to you know see what guys are doing throughout throughout this season and now that mlb is kind of you know taking down the list to just two guys at every position so it's definitely an opportunity to you know get more involved in in baseball and this is kind of the start to the baseball season, so to say, with you know NBA done, uh, NHL is over, so it's pretty much you know football still has another month or so to until we get to training camp and position battles and everything like that. So this is really baseball's time to shine over the next couple weeks. Uh, so with that being said, just gonna go through who who I have um, on the AL and NL side. So on the AL side for for me. Definitely going with Vlad Jr. over Ty France. Don't get me wrong. Ty France has had an unbelievable year for the Mariners, which if you don't follow baseball very closely, you probably don't even know who Ty France is. But the fact that he's hitting over 300 and, you know, is is a very capable player for, for the Mariners. Um, but, I mean, the all-star game is about stars. It's about seeing exactly, you know, what you want, big plays, home runs. Uh, things like that, so of course I'm gonna go with Vlad Jr. in in that sense. Uh, he's only hitting two sixty six, but he does have you know 19 homers, 53 RBIs this year, so definitely somebody that's gonna be able to hopefully do something in in the All Star game. Uh, as we go, you know, over to second base, uh, I went with Jose Altuve, who is having another great season. Uh, I'm kind of getting pretty sick of this guy to be. Perfectly honest, Uh, especially as a Yankees fan, it seems like this guy just owns us every time out. So it's getting a little irritating, Uh, but I mean, I got to give the credit where credit is due. Um, So definitely going with uh, LTV this season uh, over at second. As we head over to third base, uh, pretty, pretty close between Rafi Devers and Jose Ramirez. Uh, for me, I can't pick a Red Sox. I'm just sorry I can't do it. So I have to go with Jose Ramirez, uh, who's also crushing in RBIs. Uh, this guy's got 63 RBIs, which is 10 more than Aaron jo- or yeah, 10 more than Stanton. He's got more than Trout, more than Jordan Alvarez. Um, I mean, this guy is just is crushing it this year, and it seems like no, he's the most least he's the least talked about star in baseball. Uh, this guy just brings it every night. Continues to to play extremely well for for the Guardians. Uh, and then at short, it's going to be Tim Anderson. Uh, Anderson once again hitting over three hundred. Uh, he's only got five home runs and nineteen RBIs, but due to the fact that the White Sox haven't really played as well as they should be uh, up so far up to this point in the season. However, Anderson's still hitting over 300. Uh definitely somebody that, you know, makes some some highlight plays out there at short. So definitely have to go with uh with him over at uh at short. Uh, as for catcher, I mentioned this a little bit when I was talking about the Blue Jays winning tonight. Uh Alejandro Kirk has just shown that he's an absolute stud offensively for for the Blue Jays. Uh, you know, and hit especially hitting over three hundred from a catcher spot is just unheard of these days so the fact that this guy's hitting over 300 uh over a 900 OPS I mean we we got to put this guy in uh as much as I want to vote for Jose Trevino uh, I just can't do it the the numbers aren't there it doesn't add up uh but hopefully Trevino does get does get in there as as a backup um and then as for the outfield obviously Aaron Judge is already in there uh, as being the the highest vote getter on on the AL side Um, I'm going to start this off by not sure how Lourdes Gurriel Jr. is even in the final four, uh, to pick, but, uh, it is what it is. So because of that, obviously we're going to go with Trout, uh, one of the best players in baseball for, you know, the last several seasons, uh, having another solid, solid year. And this guy also owns the Mariners, uh, which is pretty wild. He hits a home run every game against the Mariners. Uh, So just something to keep in mind when they do play each other again uh, this season. So I went with Trout, and then I went with Giancarlo Stanton. Uh, Stanton's got 20 bombs this year, and, you know, is always, always, always a candidate to go deep. And, I mean, this guy just mashes. Every time he hits the ball, it's over 110 miles an hour. Uh, it's just screaming at your head, so you you got to go with Stan and you got to go with Trout in that situation. And that is As for the DH, kind of a, a strange situation here. Uh, Otani, one of the best all-around players in baseball. However, he's obviously going to get in, um, so we're going with Jordan Alvarez. He's probably number two in the MVP, uh, MVP race right now in the AL behind Aaron Judge. Uh, so, of course, we're going to have to go with Alvarez in, in that situation. Uh, and then over to the National League side of things. Uh, starting off at first, I think we all know it's going to be Goldschmidt over Pete Alonso. Alonso does have, you know, incredible power and is always a candidate to, to hit a home run, as as we've seen over the last couple of years. But with Goldschmidt hitting 340. I mean, in today's baseball, it's just absolutely ridiculous that he's playing as well as he is. So, definitely going to go with uh, Goldie over at first. Uh, And then at second base, a good matchup between Ozzie Albies and and Jazz Chisholm. Uh, I got to go with Jazz. Jazz is probably one of the up-and-coming stars of baseball. And somebody that needs desperately to figure out a way to get out of Miami. Uh, a report came out a couple weeks back that a lot of the, a lot of his teammates didn't really like the way that he plays the game. Uh, I think he's just out there having a good time, having fun with it. Don't really understand what's, you know, so bad about that. Uh, and then, you know, jazz does have a, a bit of a back issue right now. So hopefully he's, he's back in time for the all-star game and able to start the All-Star game, so that would be a, you know an awesome achievement for, for him and his young career. And then over at third, we're going to go with uh, Goldie's partner, Nolan Arenado. Uh, Arenado has 17 homers, 55 ribs, hit for the cycle the other night. Uh, this guy just continues to do it. And once again, one of those guys we just don't talk about, but he's just an incredible player night in, night out. Uh, he brings, he's got probably the best... He's probably the best defensive third baseman in the league as well. So this guy just does it in so many different ways. Um, and Machado's having a, a very good year as well, hitting over 300. Um, but I think, you know, the, the all-around game of, of Arenado just separates him from, from Machado in, in that sense. And then as we head to shortstop, uh, another great matchup between Dansby Swanson and, and Trey Turner. Uh, for me, it was very, very close. It's probably one of the most difficult decisions, but uh, I went ahead and and had Trey Turner in there. Uh, both guys are hitting over 300, uh, but I think Turner just being more of a a table setter and being a little bit, you know, better all the way around the diamond. I think he's just you know separates him a little bit from from Dansby in in that sense. So that's why I went ahead with Trey Turner. Um, and then at catcher, I think it's kind of a, a no contest. I think Wilson Contreras is the best offensive catcher in the National League for sure. And then also he's you know he's in Chicago. Chicago needs something. Uh, they need one All Star at least. So let's give it to Contreras and let's let him start. Uh, Travis Darnot is having a, a pretty decent year for the Braves as well. So you know, a lot of, a lot of Braves, uh, in, in the all-star game. So we'll, we'll have Contreras as, as our starter over on the, the national side. And then as for the outfield, so we already have Acuna Jr. starting as the, the leading folk getter on, on the national side, uh, went ahead. This is gonna surprise, this surprised me, uh, also when I was looking at this the other day, but, uh, Jock Peterson is having an unbelievable season. Uh, His numbers are almost identical to Mookie Betts, which if you told me that, I would laugh at you. Uh, They have the same average, same amount of home runs. Peterson is one RBI behind and has a higher OPS. Uh, So with that in mind, Jock Peterson is going to be the number two outfielder for, for the National League this season. Uh, Just don't say anything to him about fantasy football because that'll bring up a whole can of worms that none of us really want to deal with. Uh, And then as for the other spot, uh, we're going to go ahead with uh, with Mookie Betts. Uh, Betts is just, once again, having a very solid season for the Los Angeles Dodgers. Uh, Just continues to do it well. I'm sure Red Sox fans are still crying about how they traded their franchise player away. Um, so they can continue to do that as they watch him start, uh, the all-star game. Uh, and then at the DH went ahead with Bryce Harper, uh, Harper's will most likely miss the game. Uh, I think he should, even if he thinks he's healthy enough to come back at that point, but Harper's having a, a another great season hitting over 300, uh, has driven in 48 runs as of the other day when, when he did go out with, with the injury. So another great great season for for harper and then there is one more piece of news that is probably noteworthy uh as of today on on july 5th and that is going to be the conference realignment in college football uh as some of you have probably seen or most of you have seen usc and ucla are going to be joining the big 10 uh so this is just the beginning of the end i think of of uh, conferences in collegiate sports and specifically in college football, um, it's just going to wind up being two or three super conferences that just you know play each other. It's going to lead to playoff expansion, and this is something that I've talked about probably since high school, so years now, uh, probably a decade, uh, over a decade now. So something that you know we we've been seeing over over the last several years, especially with. Texas and Oklahoma heading over to the SEC now with USC and UCLA heading to the Big Ten. Um, it's just going to be tough too for a lot of these smaller schools to continue to play in these large conferences. Now we have you know NIL, so any any university or, or college that has the funds necessary, they're going to be able to give the best packages to these students and you know they're going to be able to go to the big time programs and you know i i think it makes sense and it's it's about time that collegiate athletics starts realizing that they're not just college sports they're not amateur sports um everyone looks at them pays the same if not more money to you know watch these guys play so with you know conference realignment it's eventually going to create this huge change and huge difference in collegiate athletics and specifically in college football. And in terms of NIL, like I had just mentioned, uh, the first year alone, and this is from from Yahoo, uh, college athletes earn an estimated $917 million in the first year of name, name, image, and likeness payments, which began in July of last year. Um so <laughs> year after year we heard the money's not there, we don't know how we can afford this, we don't know how we can do this. It's just so sickening from college sports to constantly say this and sickening from the NCAA to say how they can't afford to to pay these guys while they're paying their coaches tens of millions of dollars and paying Coaches, they fired tens of millions of dollars. Uh, Maybe if you didn't constantly make the wrong decision, you would have the necessary funds in order to pay the players a little bit. Um, But now at least we're getting a little taste of that with the the NIL situation. Um, As a Texas fan, I mean, it's great for me. We signed Arch Manning about a week and a half ago. Since then, we've signed eight uh, recruits that are either three, four, or five-star recruits. So it looks like you know we're we're really starting to to build up our pipeline again, especially with heading over to the SEC. And if you guys haven't noticed, uh, Bijan Robinson, who will be a Heisman candidate this year and very well could win the Heisman candidate, uh, very well could win the Heisman this year, uh, the running back from Texas, he has a deal with Lamborghini. So these are just some of the things that you know you're you're seeing. I'm sure we all saw the DJ Ngolele, uh commercial with Dr. Pepper throughout the season. So we're starting to see that transition of amateur to professional in college sports. And I think it's great for all sides. I mean, in reality, the, the money is what drives people a lot of the time. And if you can make just as much or more in college, I think a lot of the times now guys are going to stay the extra year or two in in college rather than just jumping ship and heading to the NFL. So it's definitely a situation where, you know, you could make the same or more in college than in the NFL. And if the money's there, I mean, why would you not want to do that? And, of course, with NIL, I mean, the, the things we hear about the most are these huge offers. Um, but a lot of the times it's the smaller offers of, you know, what, what really helps some of these kids get by. Um, I mean, if you can only imagine working, you know, 40 hour a 40-hour-a-week job plus, plus going to school, not really being able to sleep much every night as you're doing all your schoolwork. You are, you know, going to practice. You're watching film you have games you're flying across the country uh all these things it's it's just increasingly difficult i mean there's literally no time to get a job and and work uh even part time while you're doing all this so it's it's a way to be able to you know provide a an outlet a, a way of funds for for these individuals to you know help help them and and help their families as you know they use their their platform and, and continue to move forward. Um, but outside of that, also what we have going on in, in the sports world obviously is is Wimbledon. So tomorrow morning we've got Kyrgios, uh <laughs> playing in, in his match and he's just a, a wild card. You really never know what you're gonna get from from him. You could get uh, underhand serves, you could get between the legs. you, you never really know. but uh, for for tomorrow morning, um definitely go ahead and take Kyrios and pair that with Nadal uh, to go ahead and, and both win. Uh, so that's tomorrow, 9:30 is is Kyrios and in 10 in the morning is Nadal. So those will be two great matches. Definitely, like I said, you know, pair Kyrios and, and Nadal together to be able to 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 move on. And then outside of that, I think the only other, Noteworthy news today, at least, is my guy Isaiah Roby uh, heading over to the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, He was a very good role player this past year for for the Thunder, a little bit of a hybrid 4-5 guy. Uh, So happy for Roby signing a deal with with the Spurs as they look to rebuild and continue to, to tank this upcoming year. Um, so shout out to, to Roby and hopefully everything works out for him in, uh, in San Antonio this season. And also for tomorrow, we do have some day baseball. So Wednesday baseball, a little bit of a, a travel day after the early games. Um, so it looks like right now, Bieber will be pitching for the guardians against Michael Pineda of the tigers, uh, over under is only a 7.5. So definitely going to go over on that day game in Detroit, uh, huge ballpark, a lot of chances for runs so seven and a half definitely going to go over there um then we have the cubs and brewers corbin burns going for the brewers so that should be you know a, a pretty easy win for for them at home so definitely go ahead and and take that um as for the twins white Sox game at at two joe ryan is is showing himself as a as a really really good pitcher uh this so far this season going up against lance lynn who has had a, kind of a one of the weirdest uh, careers as a starting pitcher where he's been much better later on in his career. Um, so that one for me is going to be a stay away. But then at, at 3.30, we do have the, the Blue Jays Athletics, um, Jose Barrios going for the Blue Jays. So that should be uh, another victory for them. And then we get some, some night games that we'll – most likely be discussing tomorrow but as for now uh those those few day games so the over under for the guardians we're going to go uh guardians tigers we're going to go over seven and a half we're going to take the brewers to win at home against the cubs staying away from twins white Sox, and then we're going to go ahead as well and take the blue jays to beat the athletics um in oakland and then if any other news breaks, uh, we'll, we'll bring it to you to tomorrow, but we'll also do some more MLB picks tomorrow. Uh, just keep an eye on the whole KD Kyrie situation, which we talked about yesterday. Uh, looks like KD is going to go to the Suns, Suns Warriors or Raptors. Uh, one, th- one thing of note to keep on that too is how drastically the odds for KD to go to Toronto have just cr- dropped like crazy. Um, so it seems like Vegas definitely gets tipped off on, on some news and they definitely have some outsiders. So Vegas is one way to kind of look and see where these guys are, are eventually going to go. And it seems like Kyrie to the Lakers is all but done. It's just a matter of how they're going to be able to factor it out in terms of money and compensation to, to match everything up, uh, for, for that situation. But outside of that, if nothing else crazy happens, uh, we'll be back here again tomorrow probably with another one of these quick 30-minute uh, or so episodes, give you some good MLB picks, any other insight going on, uh, and just give you a quick uh, quick snapshot of, of what's going on in the sports world. But besides that, uh, thank you all again for, for joining me again here and look forward to uh, seeing you guys uh, back here tomorrow. Thank you.